0: Apple held its big September event today, but there was no iPhone. So was the iPad, Apple Watch, and a new bundle enough? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to break everything down is CNET Editor-at-Large and Apple expert, Ian Scher. Hi, Ian. Hi. It's been been an afternoon, for sure. There's been a lot going on. Let's, Let's break it all down, I guess, by sequence of when they announced their, their various products. Let's talk about the Apple Watch. Oh, first. that means
1: I have to remember. Okay. Yeah, it was, that was <laughs> the two sequence. Hours ago, three
0: hours ago, which, like in Apple years, like three years. Uh, but let's, let's talk about it. Apple Watch was the first off the bat. It was the uh, Apple Watch Series 6 and Apple Watch SC. Why don't you break down these, these products for us?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So the Apple Watch is very clearly increasingly becoming a health device. And to people who have been watching, this is not a surprise. Apple found a lot of success turning it into a sport device that started with the second generation Apple Watch uh, when they made it swim-proof, as what they called it. Not really waterproof, but swim-proof. And ever since then, they've really been adding a lot more features for Uh, health and fitness. Well, now they're adding even another feature for health, which is that it's going to measure your blood oxygen uh, levels. And this is going to do it in two ways. One will be to do it if you just want to do it now. You push a button and it'll measure over 15 seconds and it uses all sorts of infrared lights and some magic and bada bing, you get a number. And then it'll also do it in intervals, just kind of behind the scenes. So just like with the heart sensor, if suddenly something seems completely off, the watch will tap your wrist and say, hey, you might want to look into this, which is what has saved a lot of people's lives.
0: Yeah, the idea of saving lives was a big deal. that, That promo video they ran before really unveiling these products just was they laid it on pretty heavy about the fact that this is this can save your life. Now, you I, must have an Apple Watch I think.
1: will <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the reality is that this type of technology is very impactful, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of stuff like it's, it's really sappy to talk about like how uh, disability functions inside of the iPhone or even in a video game console change people's lives. But they do. Right there. There are entire people who who were stuck indoors and not able to do anything or they were blind and they weren't able to live a normal life. And they're able to do so much more now because of the technology that's come from from uh, different phones and all sorts of other stuff. So it's not surprising Apple's laying this on thick because on some level they they've actually saved lives and they deserve to be able to say that but i think it's going to be interesting to see whether people buy into this idea overall right it's it's still a nerdy thing it's still an expensive thing and that's that's a hard sell to people who haven't already bought it
0: right and just to be clear like the blood oxygen monitor like what does it what does it actually do like being able to detect and monitor that like what does that allow the Apple Watch to do?
1: So in a lot of ways, this falls under everything else that we've always heard about various health functions. And it was actually in the at the ending card on their announcements. If you go watch the video, you go to the very end, it says this is not meant for medical purposes. <laughs> right. So, you know, a lot of this is really just kind of to help you quantify your body and your life. Right. And this is one of the problems we've all had with Fitbit and everything else. It's cool to get this data, and sometimes it's helpful. But reality is, once I've gotten it for like six months, what more do I need, right? And, you know, my wife doesn't care about any of the data that she she doesn't even track her steps anymore. She just cares about whether she closes her rings. That's it, right? So it's it's actually a lot of this data is is kind of you don't. It's helping with all of that, right, and kind of helping you set goals and get there. But a lot of this data is unnecessary. Uh, Apple's doing it because they say, look, it's going to help us with the overall kind of telling you what your health is. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll
0: see. How, how much does this thing start for?
1: Yeah, so that's the other thing is that this device is going to be uh, 399 dollars to start, which is not cheap. And um, you know, and the other thing also is that they had this cheaper phone uh, watch, which is 279 to start. It's called the Apple Watch SE. And uh, I guess for special edition, we never know what these letters mean. And one of the things about this thing is that it's basically a repackaged Apple Watch Series 3, right? So it has the fall detection, which is something that they introduced a while back. And a lot of people were really, you know, they were thinking, hey, (laughs) elderly people, you know, they have this I've fallen and I can't get up little buttons. Now they can do it their watch. So they're adding some of these functions that they do see a lot of uh people kind of getting interested in into this device. $279. It's definitely cheaper. We'll see whether people want it. Uh but it says something.
0: Yeah, that's two, 279 seems a little bit too expensive considering the the Series 3 is still around. It is $150. Uh you you I feel like that's it's not a huge difference between the 279 and the 399 Series 6 that like I don't know, There's that, that, that's, that struck me as a little expensive for this quote-unquote affordable model. Yeah, I mean, think about Black Friday, right?
1: One of the things that I have always kind of found interesting about Apple, having covered it now for more than a decade, is that uh, in a long time ago, it be, Apple's prices didn't move. Like, there was never a sale on their phones. There was never a sale on their computers. It was very rare, and it was only a little bit. But now we're starting to see sales on them when they come out. Right, and we're seeing prices drop dramatically during holiday sales. So, two seventy nine to start, yeah, that does feel a little hard. But I wouldn't be surprised to see that creep down to two hundred by the end of this year.
0: The other, the other big lineup they unveiled was uh, two new iPads. So let's let's go into the iPad Air, the higher end version. What what is new about this new Air? Yeah,
1: it takes a lot of the feeling of the iPad Pro. So it actually has uh, this more square look to it, which if you care, kind of cool. It's definitely different. And it also has a bigger screen that is actually looks a lot like the iPad Pro. So you may remember the iPad Pro. They got rid of the Touch ID, right? That button that allowed you to use your fingerprint. So this one does not have the face unlock like the iPad Pro instead. Touch ID is now in the button on the side that you do the power button. That's kind of cool. So, you know, they that's how they were able to lower the prices from the iPad Pro. It still has a very powerful chip. They say it's much more powerful than Chromebooks and laptops and all that. And we'll see, you know, everyone has to do their tests. But it ships in October for $599. Again, not cheap and way more expensive than the cheapest Chromebooks out there. So we'll see whether people are interested.
0: Yeah, I, I would say that pay particular attention to that touch ID button because it is a button on the top of the screen, not the top of the screen, top of the device itself. It's basically the power button. Uh, I would be intrigued to see if they stick that into the iPhone 12, it would be really smart because right now face ID is essentially useless when you're wearing a mask. So having some sort of touch ID sensor, and I don't think that they've got the under glass fingerprint sensor thing down pat yet. Um, this would be a good, a good uh, compromise.
1: Yeah, I would, and to to bring that point, you know, my one uh, my brother has uh, a One Plus, right? And he loves to point out that he's got the fingerprint under the glass thing. But it's actually taking a picture of his finger. It's not doing the way that uh, this that Apple does it, which is to actually kind of map out your finger, right? And it's different, right? You can debate about whether one's better or the other, but Apple argues it's more secure. So it would be uh, understandable they're not willing to go to what they believe to be less secure to do it uh, through the through the screen. So we'll see,
0: you know. Right, and then there's the uh, there's the iPad, the the eighth generation iPad. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, the, the the boring lowly iPad, and this actually looks like the boring old lowly iPad, it has the old design, it uh, it does, you know, have uh, the fingerprint sensor still, and the screen really hasn't changed much, right? But it gets a much faster chip inside of it, and for that you get it for $329. We'll see whether people really are interested. You have to think, again, the education market and the students out there. And there are a fair number of students who have to use an iPad. Their their schools have gone iPad, and there's no other option. So this is really important. And Apple says it's going to be two ninety nine dollars for education versus three twenty nine dollars normally. Again, I'm curious to see if this is going to creep down during the holidays, because that is a lot to ask people during an economic uh, catastrophe that we're all living through.
0: Definitely. And then I went out a bit out of order because in between those two devices, they uh, announced the other big news, the Apple One bundle. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Apple One is probably going to be one of the more interesting things as time goes on. So taking all of these different services they have, right? Apple TV+, and Apple News, and Apple Arcade Gaming, and all these things, and Apple Music, you, you bring them all together, and you make people feel like they're not dying by a thousand cuts, right? So now what they're doing is they're saying, okay, for uh, 15 bucks a month, you get access to Apple TV+, Plus. Uh iCloud Storage, Apple Music, Apple Arcade, and that will give you kind of a, a whole bundle. You go up another five bucks and you will get that for your family. So you know, four to six people. And for $29.95 a month, they throw the whole caboodle at you. So you get um all of these different services and two terabytes of cloud storage, which is a really kind of cool thing, right? We'll see whether that is something that People want in the end, and they're going to spend that much money. It's not cheap, but it could be interesting.
0: Yeah, I was doing the math on that, and really, if you have a family or you you, know, you share this plan with others, I, I looked at the plans. The, the first two tiers that you get 50 gigs and then 200 gigs—they're essentially useless. Like, I, I think if you have more than one person, or if you're an individual power user, like your only option is that premier tier, which gives you the full two terabytes. And at that point, you've got a question whether or not for, you're willing to pay thirty bucks for you get Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, iCloud storage, Apple News Plus, and this Apple Fitness Plus, which is this other service we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, this that was announced. I don't know if I necessarily need all that. Like, I pay ten bucks a month right now for two terabytes of storage for my family. If it was like adding another ten bucks, I could sort of see it. But you're, you're looking at twenty dollars for for a number of services that I may not necessarily need. So it's, it'll be an interesting uh, calculation for folks to make whether or not, you know, these services, maybe some people are more into Apple News Plus or Apple Music, and they can justify that. But I would say, if you're anywhere near like a power user, or you've got a family, like your only real option is that Premier tier, because two terabytes is sort of like what you need for storage.
1: Yeah, I think that being stingy with storage is a mistake for them, honestly, and all everybody is. Everyone is suddenly stingy with storage at a time when storage is getting cheaper and cheaper by the day. So I, I'm really curious why this calculation is made. And I feel like if they'd done two terabytes across the board, like just given it, you know, the highest tier storage, if you sign up to any of these, it would have been a much easier sell.
0: I mean, I, I, th- I think the it's a typical Apple calculation, right? Like it's clearly designed to drive you towards the higher end of that tier and get you to sign up for some services that you may not necessarily have needed. No, right? totally. So, and
1: um, unfortunately for that reason, they probably have lost a number of people who are
0: like $30 a month.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll see.
0: Well, the one X factor in that bundle is Apple Fitness Plus, and that, that's sort of the last big announcement that they made. Uh, this is, a, I guess, like a Peloton-like service uh, without the need for a bike. I think most of the the, the exercises require either dumbbells or, or nothing at all. Uh, but talk a little bit about that and what they're trying to do with Fitness Plus.
1: Yeah, so this is, a, again, an interesting idea, right? It's $9.99 a month. Compare that to Peloton, which is 39 a month. It's a whole different ballgame. Uh, and one of the things about it is that they say that they've got this whole uh, group of fitness trainers that they've hired. Uh, they had a really nifty little image of them. And, uh, you know, they're going to have weekly classes in yoga, dance. Uh, they say everything that's been popular on the Apple Watch. So rowing apparently is super popular, uh, biking. So I. You know, it's interesting. And of course, they tie it into Apple Music because why wouldn't you and use music from that? So it's, it's an interesting idea. You know, one of the things that's been going on over the last few years is that there's been a lot of people who've tried to do fitness classes through the iPhone. And it's only recently that we've seen stuff like Peloton really take off. And I would argue that's the super elite cost, right? I mean, 40 bucks a month plus an expensive bike is a lot to ask. So I'm curious whether or not Apple's gonna be able to kind of offer this middle tier idea, right? $9.99 a month. But, you know, for people who are interested and people who are using their watches, for fitness, this could be a good deal,
0: yeah, definitely it's interesting to see how Apple is continuing to push more and more into services, more and more into locking you into this world of 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 services for you,
1: yeah, I think that they want to. Ultimately, they realize that I think they're becoming a uh, a, a kind of a whole lifestyle brand, right? It's no longer just selling me the devices and, you know, making the software for the devices. Now they want to run my life through the devices. And look, I mean, they they make a compelling argument, right? But uh, it turns into that same conversation we used to have about Microsoft so many years ago, is that you decide to live in the Apple world and you're pretty much in it, right? And, you know, Unless you want to spend way more money and get a Peloton or whatever, uh, you know, that's where you're living now. So I'm curious whether or not people will buy into it. Obviously, a number of people will, but uh, it's going to be interesting to watch.
0: Got it. Well... If it makes uh, any difference, I ran the the bundle by my wife and she immediately said no. (laughs) All right. Thanks for your time, Ian. If you have any questions about all the announcements from Apple, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge, and you can read all of our Apple coverage on cnet.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.